0: Hello, and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for Monday, December the 19th, 2022. This is episode 96. It is a bright but pretty cold day here in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Uh, The temperature is just above freezing right now. This morning it was 29 when I woke up and I went for a run and 29 is still very doable running weather especially if you are bundled up and you have a nice down outer jacket like i do because my friend ryan in british columbia sent me that jacket so thank you again ryan um and if it's not too windy which it wasn't too windy today uh the wind makes things unbearable if it's frigid but it was very bearable today so um so yeah i took the day off um because I have several days uh, to use before the end of the year. And at our company, if you don't use them, then they just go away. So you don't get a payout or they don't carry over or anything like that. So after Thanksgiving, I realized I had six days, which is actually a lot. Um, It's a lot to get rid of if you're not, say, taking a whole bunch of days in a row, like going away on a vacation. So I took one Friday off. I took last just this past Friday off. I'm taking today off. So it's weird. It's a four-day weekend. Um just kind of awesome. It doesn't it doesn't feel as restful and long as a regular three-day or four-day weekend. I think it's because my colleagues are still working. I feel I still feel mildly like I should thinking about work and um but it's nice to go for a walk or go out and run some errands right now, and I'm going to do that again later after lunch. So, yeah, it's actually it's quite nice to take the day off. I'm going to take Thursday off, too. Uh, Friday, my colleague is taken off, which is why I didn't take Friday off, and I'm hoping to. It'll be a very quiet Friday. I would guess it is. And next week should be pretty quiet, too, I hope. Uh, taking two days next week, the Thursday and Friday before New Year's. Um, and then the Tuesday and Wednesday I'm working should hopefully be very quiet at work. It's more of a keeping the lights on type thing. So yeah, a lot of days to use. And this happens most December, so. Um, but anyway, it's been a been a good few weeks here in the neighborhood. So I don't think I mentioned this last time, but um, let me let me look at my notes. Did I? Oh, no. so um, an incredible new joint has opened up in the neighborhood on Smith street called Bobby's Italian beef. And it's Bobby with an I, not a Y. And it's a Chicago like dog joint. Um, I mean, I guess they technically make Italian beefs. They're, they sort of main thing. Well, it's in the name Bobby's Italian beef. But for me, what I love about Chicago stuff is the dogs. So, um, and I've seen the bear or at least one episode. So I know that Italian beefs are hot right now. Uh, no pun intended, but I love Chicago dogs, and if I'm in a place with a Chicago dog, that's what I'm getting. So I've been twice now, and I've gotten Chicago dogs both times. Uh, and the second time I went was this just this past Friday on my day off. Uh, I met up with my friend Pete there around 2 o'clock for lunch, and uh, he had an Italian beef. I had a Chicago dog. I also got their new potato wedges, uh, which are basically, you know, like chips, like English. Well, they yeah, they're French fried, but potato wedge size and an RC Cola for two bucks. Um, so they sell RC Cola, which is kind of like a nostalgia thing. But also, I guess it's nostalgia for me because I don't really drink cola. But I do love RC. If I'm going to drink that type of cola, I will take an RC every time. And when I was growing up, my dad loved RC um, cause he was an old reasonable man, regular man. Um, and he liked his RC Cola probably cause it was inexpensive, but it was also good. And, uh, both Pete and my friend Dave Goldstein reminded me, I'd forgotten that RC Cola was the major sponsor of the 86 Mets. I don't remember. I can't, re- I don't know why I'm not remembering that, but they were saying that, you know, there were a lot of ads around Shea. And I watched a lot of Mets games on TV that year cause I lived in Connecticut and I went to... A July game at Shea that year against the Braves. But maybe it's just because RC was so ubiquitous back then. I don't remember it being particularly connected to the Mets, as opposed to just connected to the fabric of our cola drinking society. But anyway, Bobby's Italian Beef. And when you go in, it's it's just like a dog joint. You know, it's like got, kind of got boots, a lot of uh, Chicago and Illinois um, ephemera on the walls. And the true sign of a good Chicago dog joint is they have Vienna beef signs in multiple places. So, you know, it's good. So, yeah, Bobby's Italian beef here on Smith Street. It's right next to uh, Angry Wades, which is still closed. Um, I mean, the space. Angry Wades is not coming back, but the space is still closed. Looks like something's happening in there, but I'm not sure what. Um, and other random joint news. I went to a place called Haven on 47th street between 5th and 6th. Um, I'm sorry, between 6th and 7th in the city. So Haven is interesting. It's one of those midtown weird rooftop bars that are often at the top of hotels. And um, they serve like, it's like a $15 bottle of Stella type place. Um, And it's kind of like enclosed from the elements under glass and stuff, but it's up on a roof. Anyway, I have worked across the street from Haven for eight years now. And for several years, I worked not only across the street, but like kind of directly over Haven. It was like the view from my desk was this rooftop bar. And I have never gone to this place until last or two weeks ago. And it was hilarious. So I finally got to go to this place. Of course, it was um, some like uh, industry event with one of our vendors um, with the nice folks at Optimizely and um yeah so i got to go and um have some wine and enjoy life on the roof and i was able to see my old window from haven um so haven i don't re- recommend it unless some company is paying for it but it was fun to go to uh in here's a couple more but i've i've hit a lot of cool places in the last w- few weeks looking at these notes uh i'll keep moving along here the dutch The Dutch I went to for the first time in probably 15 years uh, because I definitely went there in the pre-Foursquare swarm days because I joined Foursquare in 2009 when they launched and it showed me never having been to the Dutch, which is, that means I've not been there since at least 2009. So this was um, the first day that I took off when I had to get rid of all these days. Uh, My friend Bridget who lives in Austin, Texas, and who I went to high school with in um, St. Catherine's, Ontario. Uh, she was up in the city for no reason with her and her friend also named Bridget, the bees. And so my friend, Joe Zawatsky, a yet another high school friend of ours set up a lunch at the Dutch. And, um, <laughs> and then yet another high school friend came who works downtown, our friend Tucker and what's funny is Tucker and Bridget were an item back in high school. Um, they are both not an item now, of course. Well, not of course, but they aren't. Um, so anyway, at this lunch was me and Joe and Bridget and her friend Bridget. And Joe brought his friend Greg visiting from Miami. And it was six people at a boozy lunch uh, at the Dutch at 2 p.m. on a f- on the first Friday in December with holiday decorations up. And it was just fantastic. So I treated myself to the famous Dutch burger. Um, Always seems like a cop out to get a burger at a nice restaurant, Uh, but the thing is, the burgers are always great at these places. So, and I hadn't had a burger in a while, so I had a burger, and um, we had wine, and I had a couple of Threes Vleet beers too. And after this two-hour lunch, uh, I just I suggested we all go to Spring Street Lounge or Spring Lounge, I mean, aka Shark Bar. So we walked down um, Prince Street all the way to Lafayette, and Soho on a Friday in December is just bustling with shoppers and tourists, and it was a lot of fun, Just even just walking. The 10-minute walk was great. Uh, Walked by Joe's old place on Lafayette Street between Prince and Spring that he lived for like a year in 2001 or so, and we recalled that he had one great party there um, that I still remember. I remember smoking a cigarette, uh, leaning out the window. Uh, wow. So yeah, that must have been maybe even 2000 uh, cause I quit smoking, uh, very early thankfully. Um, but yeah, so went to the spring lounge. I had not been there in a very long time and it was great to be in there. It was a crowded, I felt a, a little weird because, um, uh, it was crowded and I was unmasked and COVID numbers are going up and not to mention the cold and the flu, but, um, I did okay. Um, anyway, that was great to go to spring street lounge again on a Friday afternoon. Like the sun is still up, but it's like almost sun. It's like dusk and it's a crowded bar of people in a great mood. Ah, it was amazing. So afterwards, uh, everyone else went up to Joe's place on the Upper West Side and I knew if I went there, I I would have, <laughs> I would be in danger of staying there very late. So I did not. I went home, um, and I just hung at home, and that was a great time too. So, um, let's see, a couple of other things. Um, been hitting Wing Bar still. Uh, still football season. I watched the Big Ten Championship there Saturday night. That Saturday night, with my friend Eric and also my friend Steve in from Chicago. Um, and Steve and Eric are both fellow uh, University of Michigan alumni. So we watched the game there, um, and we kind of chatted with some people next to us. Uh, it's funny; they were all a little rough around the edges, and uh, they, it turns out they were all in production. And as somebody that's worked in TV production before, <laughs> they were very much TV production people. Uh, I don't know how I don't know how to what I mean by that, but um, just like sort of very aware, uh, very party animal. Um, very gregarious. Uh, they had these people had been drinking at Wing Bar since the morning because they watched the US soccer match. Um, and again, this was Saturday night. So these people were erect and they admitted it. It was kind of funny. So that was an interesting element. Also, as one does when people get very, very drunk, they were eyeing one guy and they kind of like were giving this guy the evil eye and it seemed like they wanted to fight him which i can't remember the last time i saw an actual fight um but it didn't happen the guy left which is probably smart um anyway so that was wing bar uh michigan won so that was nice uh let's see the next day oliver and i went up for the first time in a year to lindustry that's like in french like l apostrophe industry which is one of brooklyn's great pizza places it's um in in williamsburg on like south second or something or third um and driggs or so or roebling anyway great great pie there uh just took it brought it back home because um yeah oliver wanted to eat at home and uh let's see other things uh it's holiday party season been to a few already uh my friend eric's my friends eric and debbie had their annual meatball party um and this precedes um their marriage like uh eric's been having a meatball party so long as i've known him and it's a bit more calm these days a because of the aging going on um and it starts earlier because there's a kids kids period of the party before it becomes quote-unquote adults only and in the pandemic era they keep the numbers small the invite list is very tiny not tiny but um it is a fraction of what what it once was uh so it was a good time. Went over there. Later in the kids' hour, our, um, I went by myself. Oliver, Oliver did not want to go. Um, and but I mean, I went by myself, but I knew most of the people there and had a ball. And uh, let's see, other holidays. part. Well, my bourbon club, we had a holiday version of it. This was just two nights ago. And the interesting thing was, was that it was uh our better halves were welcome at this at this one so it started a little earlier than usual it was like a 5 p.m start there was actual dinner involved which was fnf pizza uh, there were pre-made cocktails uh selection of uh, negronis threes brewing beers uh wine and then after dinner uh there was the actual bourbon tasting which not everyone had to participate in of course but um It was funny while there was socializing going on. The core members of the bourbon club did the, did the tasting. It was great. And then just a lot of hanging out and listening to holiday music. Um, at one point, Julie went home to relieve, uh, my niece, my older niece, my nieces of babysitting duty. And I stayed a little while longer. Uh, I had a bunch of incredible bourbons and, um, yeah, just amazing. Um, so thank you to Matt Tyson, as always, and Kendra for hosting. Yeah, and that was a great night. Pete and Kara were there, um, my, and Dhruv and sister-in-law, and just a lot of lot of awesomeness. And shows. So I played a show, and I saw a show. Uh, let's see. First, the show I played, I Get Wild. We played uh, yet again at Littlefield. And um, this was on Friday the 9th. Uh, our friends Balthrop, Alabama, opened and it was a good show there's some nice people in the audience i hadn't seen in a while my friend kevin carney who was in from los angeles he was there and our his and our friend russell was in from um, harlem where he moved and so they don't see him as much anymore uh i get wild uh top fan micah craig was there um micah of upstate putnam county um former brooklyn of course Let's see, Eva, the my hairstylist uh, from Blue and Black was there. She'd been meaning to come for years. She finally came. She brought friends. That was fun. Uh, the aforementioned Matt Tyson was there. Our friend Sam Slaughter, Bourbon Club member. Um, yeah, just a good crew. And then afterwards, had some, had a couple of a uh, Kansas Shiner post show uh, at Park Life around the corner, which is affiliated with Littlefield. So that was a good show. And then. The show that I attended was uh, the great Bonnie Light Horseman uh, at the Music Hall of Williamsburg on the 14th. So Bonnie Light Horseman, as you may know, is a folk trio consisting of uh, Eric Johnson from the Fruit Bats, Aeneas Mitchell, a uh, solo artist and also creator of Hades Town the Musical, and my old friend Josh Kaufman on various guitars. And they are joined by J.T. Bates uh, on drums. And this other guy on bass, <laughs> I can't remember his name. But um they their second album has came out in the fall, Rolling Golden Holy, and it's excellent. The first album is excellent too. And yeah, they're on these this tour of like five hundred seeders basically. And they have sold out most of the tour, which is much deserved. They were on CBS Sunday morning this weekend or Saturday morning or whatever. So look that up if you're interested. But incredible show. I mean, They had the sold-out crowd in the palm of their hands. It was like light. I mean, it was like silent, silent in there during the quiet moments. And then like rapturous applause between numbers. Um, So I went with my friend Eric and also friend Justin from Threes was there. And uh, my bandmate Mike Phillips was there. Just a good night overall. Congrats to Josh and Bonnie Light Horseman. And Cassandra Jenkins opened the show and that was uh, she was really good. And she brought Josh out for a cover. Josh produced her record, and they did a cover of Evan Dando's Hard Drive, which was coincidental because the next night I got offered a ticket to the Lemonheads at LPR uh, by Pete and also by our friend Matt Frampton. They both had extras, but I was just so beat I couldn't go. But uh, had I been in my younger days, I would have gone, of course. And also... It's just this delicate balance of, like, how much, like, tempting of fate do I want to do with indoor places and stuff. Oh, and by the way, I was masked, I'd say, 80% of the time at Music Hall of Williamsburg. But, um, you know, sometimes you have a beer and you pull down your mask and keep it down for a few minutes. But anyway, good times. It's all about, I don't know, mitigating. I don't even know anymore. But, yeah, Uh, great show. Let's see. I would tell you what new music I've listened to, but I haven't listened to any, um, I don't think, uh, any I can talk about. So uh, I was looking back at new releases. I was like, I have not listened to any of these. I guess I did. I'm missing out. I feel like I have listened to something on Bandcamp, but I can't remember what. Um. Oh, well, you know what I, I received because I bought a cassette of Adrift uh, by Lands, my friend Ben Lance. Um, And I'm on it. That's why I bought it. Um, I don't know if I mentioned that last time. Maybe I did. So there's that. But books, been reading books. I finished The Passenger by Cormac McCarthy. It is awesome. It is absolutely fantastic and incredible. And if it wasn't a library copy I had, I would reread it, (laughs) but um, I had to return it. And I have on on hold at the library Stella Maris, which is the companion novel to The Passenger. Highly recommend The Passenger by Cormac McCarthy. And I also read uh, When That Rough God Goes Riding, Listening to Van Morrison by Grail Marcus, who is the famous Bay Area music writer. And he's a good writer and he has a lot of insight, good insights, but also um, his sentences are so long and they're so hyphenated and they're like, nested sentences and there's like a phrase within a phrase within a phrase within a clause and sometimes you have to stop and like start reading in the middle of the sentence and move outwards in both directions to understand what he's even saying but it did offer some great insight into Van Morrison I'm a lifelong Van Morrison fan I'd say going back to high school um, when my history teacher lent me his copy of Enlightenment on cassette Um, but yeah, some new things I learned. I learned about the 1996 version of St. Dominic's Preview, which if you know that song and you like that song, I would highly recommend sick, sitting, uh, seeking out the 1996 version, which was made for a Irish TV special hosted by Donald Lunny, the uh, bazooki player. Um, and so it was, that's why it was recorded. But you can find it on the Healing Game Expanded Edition on um, streaming services grail marcus doesn't like any of van's music from common one in 1980 through like basically too long in exile or days like this so i don't agree with him because i think a lot of 80s van is transcendent um but that's a minor quibble he writes a lot about astral weeks and um astral weeks is obviously a titan of 20th century music uh So that was fun to read about. And like most sort of like in the know van fans, he's a major supporter of Veeden Fleece as I am too. And I think that's about it. I don't even know what else to say. It's been a, it's been a tiring few weeks. The next couple of weeks I think will be equally tiring. And I hope I don't eat too much and drink too much and not exercise too much and all that stuff. I mean, I hope I exercise too much. That would be nice. (laughs) But I guess that's it. Oh, and I have new glasses. So next time you see me, I'll have new glasses. They arrived about five minutes before I started recording this. Um, So there's that. Oh, yeah, because I went to the eye doctor. Uh, My annual eye checkup, I recommend it. I have a cataract, apparently, which is common for people my age. And it's also common that I won't have to do anything about it for a decade at least. But, you know, when the doctor says, well, your cataract's still there. And it's just like, that is a very jarringly uh old person thing to hear from a doctor so yeah go get your eyes checked uh if you haven't in a while even if you're not myopic or actually um a like i am i don't know what the word is there variation anyway enough of me about me how are you i'm just kidding all right so this has been episode ninety-six of the Conrad Life Report, reporting on Monday, December the nineteenth, twenty twenty-two, from a sunny but cold thirty-five degree day um, here in the Borough of Kings. Everyone have a nice holiday. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Um, if anyone has an extra Yola Tango ticket, uh, I would might take it. Uh, I might offer, I might be willing to, um, take it off your hands. guess that's about it. Uh, see you next year.